Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Packham. Joined this evening by Matt Knight. Hello. Jay Cross. Hello. And Joe Branton. Buongiorno. Jay, uh, as always... I'm too far away from the mic. too far away from the mic. The problem is... Jay Cross. Do you know what, I, what I've noticed? Yes. Is that you're, you have the quietest and loudest voice at the same time. Okay. And it makes... You know, I'm obviously sat on the mixing yes. thing. And uh, sometimes I have to scale you way back. Yes. And sometimes way up see i think the reason for that is there's a couple of reasons one okay. i i really do think and i know i said this sort of in jest yesterday when we were talking but i do wonder if because i've got quite a high voice if we've just lost some of those frequencies well, no, that I'm, i talk at i'm visually looking at it on okay. a meter the main issue then is i quite often move the mic away from me like that but why do you do that because i gesticulate a lot with my hands and well, i don't do, want to knock the microphone over and then knock my tea over. i was gonna say you almost knocked that tea well that's what i'm saying then. that's what i'm saying that's why um so i do i do apologize i will try and regulate the volume and timbre of my voice it's good don't worry the, the compressor will sort it out as we know yeah. compression makes everything better I, so uh, use a pick yeah use a pick on Jay's voice anyway thanks for joining <laughs> us this evening if you're joining us live on YouTube uh, if you're listening to the audio also welcome you should you know join us on YouTube one time while we're doing it live we're doing it live. Um, and you can ask us questions and stuff if you're watching live on YouTube do leave questions in the chat um Blimey, I'm podcasted out. For those well, who, for those who don't know, for yeah. don't, those who are not in the Facebook group, um, we did Gear of the Year yesterday. Which, if any of our voices sound a little croaky, um, that is why. Basically, um, how long was it? Eight hours, something like that. It wasn't eight. It was eight hours. Yeah, I think it was. Six it was. Hours. No, I think it was about eight. I think yeah, because the first yeah. one we yeah. finished the guitar. The, the when, we, by, we the time, yeah, by the time we it. by the time we finally decided on the. Uh, uh, the Gibson 2017 uh, high performance being the no, best no guitar spoilers. of the year. Uh, you know, by the time we finally decided on the Dean Razorback uh, being the best guitar of 2017. You, yeah. mean, you mean the Spider 5? Yes, that was the best guitar, I think, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, we, right. In fact, that won every category, didn't it? I it think did, except the Dance. Line 6 Spider 5. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the worst amp of the year, but it, ironically, it won every other category. I thought you said Ants. I was ants. like, best Ant of the year. Win the ant comp- it didn't win the Ant group. If no. this podcast is a little like this all the way through, that's probably why. It's because we did nine we hours yesterday. It's yeah. going up. It's going up every time I. Oh, it, was, it was eight or it was I eight or nine. About it twelve, 12 hours, hours yesterday, hours. wasn't it? Yeah. We haven't actually stopped podcasting. Since well, we did yesterday talk about morning. we did talk about that, didn't we? Doing a twenty-four. I don't know. 20, 24 hours. I don't know if I can tolerate being in the I'm, same room as I'm, Joe for that long. I'm working no. on a way where we're going to do a some sort of charity extended, maybe twenty-four hour podcast. Yeah, that's good. Um, the piece. Yeah, desert bus for peace. That's what we're going to do. That's enough time for me to get drunk and sober up. And get drunk, drunk again. and be hungover, and yeah. then drink and the Bloody Marys the yeah, next yeah. day. Anyway, so um, it's twenty-four hours. You could like that's like three days for you, isn't it? You yeah. live life in like a weird time signature. Yeah, it's, aren't you? What are those? Living life in seven eight. What are those? Um, there's that, seven, th- those people that live in like uh, they live in twenty-hour days, and so there's like. You get an if you if you live your life with I'm sure it's twenty. This is hour, not real. No, is no, it? no, completely. If you live in twenty-hour days, 
Uh, like your clock is set to 20 hours and you get like an extra day each week. What you're you saying know, isn't true. It's there, not. It's, it's there is definitely a thing. What's like, really weird about that, there's this phenomena that um, people who live like that have discovered is that all of a sudden they don't have any friends anymore. <laughs> it's really weird. All their friends just go away. So anyway, more of this probably to come in this podcast. Has everyone recovered? Do you feel... I feel fine. I feel a little, Yeah. We were talking about it. We, Joe and I were talking about it on Facebook earlier. That oh, yeah. you dreamt about podcasting. I, genuinely did I dream literally about it. fell asleep last night listening to a Kevin Smith podcast and I was answering them back in my sleep. When Ella got in last night, she was like, Yeah, you were talking to the podcast that you were listening to when I got in. <laughs> oh. I, was pod- I was trying to counter Kevin Smith's podcasting arguments in my sleep. That's bad. Because that's what we've been doing all day. I can't remember exactly what, but I was definitely, I was still arguing with you guys. I think because, you know, there was a particular thing that I thought should have really featured Did much. you literally dream oh, yeah. about that thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was watching videos on that thing all day. I want to talk about it, you but can't I can't. You can't talk about it now. Oh, it's so annoying. We've got to keep quiet for another than we have. Ten weeks? Only ten days or something, yeah. isn't it? Uh, yeah. It's a little yeah, bit longer. It's a couple yeah, of weeks. Then, then yeah, Oh, two weeks today. I'm two weeks today do, is when the first one drops. I'm going to do a podcast special just on that one thing. Okay, fine. Because it's the best thing to ever happen. Blowing your mind. I don't know what you're talking about. Matt Knight, have you recovered? Uh, yeah, I feel all right. I mean, I have to get up super early for work, so I'm sort of still tired. I've got a very busy week, so I'm just trying not to think about it. Not content with podcasting all day. Did you go home last night and completely rewire your pedal board? No, not last night. Was that Saturday? No, that was Saturday. What? But I, have to, I, I actually had to do it, well, I, I, I needed to do it, but actually I've got to use it uh, on Wednesday for a... Um, some artists that are looking at some ES8 stuff and they're doing some really complicated stuff with a whole band being patched through a mixer that's then being patched through an ES8 so they can be effects can be added in real time Um, as opposed to what? well as opposed to rather than just having someone on a mixer someone's actually patching in with an ES8 and then doing stuff via MIDI with the ES8 and then controlling a mixer at the same time so bringing different band members in and then being able to affect them in real time using the S8. Sorry if you can hear some sort of like either violent or sex noises in the background. Is that in this building? I don't think so. I think it's Matt. Yeah, Matt. Matt I think, are you? Have you got some like? You're in the middle of an orgy there. No, there's um, there's some kids outside. Oh, I have some rowdy kids outside. Take back what I said before. <laughs> uh, you've been neutered. Anyway, um, so how did your board rewiring go? Uh, yeah, it's all right. It's still, it's still in process. Actually, it's still, um, it's in the final phase. How many pedals uh, on your board this time? Uh, two, three, nine, 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 nine actual effects. Pe- no, nine and an ES8. Yeah, and uh, two, a couple of um, and a separate switches. Expression. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's actually, to be fair, compared to like, it's actually got mostly normal effects on it. In fact, really? the only weird effect on it is the count to five. Yeah, have, uh, really. You don't um, have much modulation on your boards. No, normally. I don't. I'd much rather have delay and reverb. I think VB two does everything for me. Oh, you've got the VB two on. Oh, there. and a phaser, Classic. but that's kind of it. Nice. Actually, though, today the the most important thing today was, and I don't know why. I think I must. It must have been something hangover from the podcast. I bought a. Um, BBE Sonic Maximizer yes. rack unit for £35 on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> those, I remember those being in the racks in my, our production lessons when I was in college doing like music production and it would instantly turn your rubbish mix, that, like your college mix, like terrible sounding drums into something that sounds vaguely okay. Yeah, it's weird. I kind of just like, I was like, I can't really remember what the pedal sounds like and I was like, it's 35 quid. I might as well just buy it and see what happens. Because you can run it in... It's got two ins and two outs. So there's two Sonic Maximizers in one unit. Yes. So you could EQ is that two not, different... Is that not for stereo outs. mixes? Is that the idea? Yeah, I suppose. But it's got a remote on and off, so it must be used in guitar rigs in some way, shape or form. Um, but I thought it would be a laugh. I thought it would be quite hilarious to just uh, get that and, and see what it does. Nice, nice. So adding um, to your Filter Pro rack collection... Yes. Yeah. So um yeah, but the rewire's going going all right. I can always think I can do it neater. I think. I am just not content with podcasting all day yesterday and then going for a band practice last night. This morning I was up really early for one reason or another and I was like 
So I bought this uh, DL4, which you brought down for me, Matthew, which we talked about last week. Um, I put it on my board this morning. Right. It's really good. They are really good. I've forgotten how good they are. Honestly, because the pedal that it's replacing is the TC Electronic Alter Ego. It's so much better than that. It's so much better. You can get most of the stuff from a DL4 on an M5, though. You can do. You can do, but there's not... You can't have presets. Um, I mean, in theory, I probably should go for an M5, but... The deal for is such, such good value. It's for just money. so cool as well. Like so for such a weird looking thing, it's actually a really cool. They are bit really cool. Iconic. Really useful. They're an annoying size, but they are really no, but well, it's not big enough. Yeah, it looks great on the board though. Like just the one because I've got a pedal train junior, I think, or PT one. Right. I can't remember. You probably know better than I would. I don't know which one you got. Um, well, I think you've got a junior, haven't you? Yeah, I think it's so a junior. What's yeah. that, Matt? I, th- I think it's the, junior because I don't think they, make the, they don't make the one anymore. So okay. yeah. well, I bought I bought it from you a little while ago, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a junior. Okay, fine. The, the junior must barely be able to fit the the deal for. Yeah, it does. It. it does. That fits up the bottom right hand corner. Basically, is that right? Then uh, all my kind of single effects along the top, and then the flint and the count to five are also on that bottom. I'm surprised right, you've so. gone first tier for for a delay pedal. No, it's it's on the bottom. Yeah, so closest to your feet. Yeah. I'd have kept like drives and things. Yeah, but that I'm not turning more. stuff on and off, am I? Like no, I you do, you've only like, got one drive anyway, haven't you? You've only got the. Uh, I've got the soul food. I'm going to get rid food. of that. I need to get something else, and I think. What well, are you going to get? Are you going to keep? Probably can't. You're not going to talk. about I'm not going to talk about it because oh. it may uh, impact oh, yeah. the uh, gear, gear of the year. year. So uh, it's, it's the line six by the five. Of course, it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go. Mark's gone all full. It's full line six now. After going for the DL four, he's been fully indoctrinated. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that Variax he ordered as well? <laughs> I'm actually going. What was the um? What was the tone core metal pedal called, Matty? Uh, Ultra metal? Wasn't just, no, wasn't it just called the Uber metal? Uber metal. That's the one. I'm deciding I'm going to put that oh, straight on the board. Perfect. Ramstein. Yeah, it pedal. was the Uber. The Uber metal. What Matt's done with his Dan Electro pedals, I'm actually attempting to do with Line Six. I want to own one of everything. Why wouldn't you? Um, including the backtrack ro- uh, recorder. What were they called before they were Line Six? Nothing. They were always Line Six. Hmm. There's a story behind the name, well, but we yes, can go into yeah. that at a different time. You're, um, you're, th- you're thinking of Strymon. Uh, yes, I am yeah, thinking yeah. of Strymon. Strymon yeah. was always... Strymon is damage controlled. Yeah, yeah, still, yeah. And they still control. are in some way, shape or form that yeah. because the power supplies still say damage control ink. It's weird, isn't it? Because do you remember how bad damage control pedals were? But how funny that they had a delay pedal called the timeline. Yeah. Did they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, very yeah. weird. Very, very weird indeed. Um, is there anything else that you guys want to cover before we dive into the news? I'll take that as no, no then. No. Don't think so. I think, no. I th- I think uh, we we've talk- kind of... We talked to each other enough yesterday. I was thinking about it, though, um, like about how we did everything yesterday and how kind of moving to this format of live streaming, and maybe this is... Maybe I'm breaking the fourth wall here, but... You just I, pointed at the camera. I did, I did. Um, I kind of feel like we are like we're getting we we're getting all we're getting all right at this now. Yeah. Because like, if we tried to do, and I mean, I realise that you had to do all this, and it's just something I never thought about back in the day when we first started. But editing an, like an eight-hour podcast, yeah. I bet was a complete nightmare. Yeah. With Joe like dropping in f bombs and me being like, oh, actually, I, I can't remember what I'm talking about anymore. So can we hold off? Yeah, we don't really do that anymore. No, we're we, such oh, pressure to do this. Saying, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I used think to do it all the time. I know. We well, used to do it just to murk him off. You used oh, to sort yeah. of say stuff that was like hideously unbroadcastable yeah yeah um, and, you and now and we've not had one of those yet and we've been doing no, this in what? fact the only F-bomb has come from you I know recently I know I did drop a you dropped a bomb yesterday did I? you did it slipped out so if you're listening to Gear of the Year uh, oh then uh, yeah. we must have been so far into it that I couldn't even tell yeah you just a on, little, um, little bomb drop on non-guitar related news which is very very exciting um Craftwork have just announced they're performing at the Brighton Centre. They have. Craftwork have actually just announced a... I'm really interested in this because Craftwork have just announced a full tour. Um, it's like 10 days, including, I think it was three dates at the Royal Albert Hall. Yeah, but it's they one did... of the only bands on my uh, must-see before I die list. But what I don't really understand is that, uh, like it's all being listed as like they're doing a 3D tour. Yeah. I mean, surely if the people are, are there, then, then it's 3D. But what does it mean? Is they, it like a light wear, show or something? Um, 
You know, you wear 3D glasses and the whole light show behind them is all like three-dimensional. But, Rubbish. but the, the problem is, is that everyone who likes craft work wears glasses. Like, already. You can wear 3D glasses over glasses. Oh, oh can you? Can you, Matt? <laughs> is that something you're, is that something you're, uh, you're, you're experienced in? It's Just a nightmare. Make it's sure when you do that, nightmare. Jay, if you could take a photo and send it directly to me. Don't even put it on the Facebook group. I just want to laugh on my own. Me wearing glasses <laughs> yeah. over, over the, top the glasses. Of the glasses. Absolute Dorcas Malorcas. Um, a couple of people I know who, because they've been doing this for a while, uh, a couple of people I know who went, um, Sparky went, our friend Sparky went, and said it was one of the most incredible things that he'd ever seen. Yeah. Um, one band I'd really, really, really love to see. Um, and massively into effects, and we have them to thank for kind of drum machines, synthesizers, vocoders, you know, they were pioneers in kind of a lot of the stuff that I suppose now is guitar, synth, technology, you know, they were actually building it didn't exist they had to make it really while yeah, we're, while yeah we're, they we're made in... their own vocoders i didn't know that yeah and their own drum machines as well i was gonna say while we're talking about worn out old codgers um <laughs> i listened to the new rolling stones album okay oh god that's even worse it, the, the listen to that new album man it's really good i mean the last thing i thought i'd be saying in nearly 2017 me coming on here and going yeah, check out the latest Rolling Stones album. Actually, that's exactly the sort of no, crap up. I expect. Terrible. To, You're to awful. Um, it, that Tr- album, though, truly, truly breaching mid thirties. I oh, yeah, <laughs> on those old Thanks. guys rule t-shirts. No, for Christmas. Like, I know. Last week I came on and said like, listen to a load of seventies Chuck Berry. Um, <laughs> but I was expecting to put this album on and be like, this is utter, utter pap. Turns out it's. Is pretty awesome. This is why this is why like Spotify is going to continue to do all right because I saw that advert come up this morning and I went, "There's absolutely no way I'm listening." You, to that. I think you, in particular, out of all of us, would get a real kick out of this, this album. It's proper like old school blues, like not like really? what like Delta, not not, <laughs> not like rumpy pumpy blues. It's <laughs> like what I'm into. Yeah, it's it is like heavily Delta inspired okay. the guitar sounds are awesome the playing's really good it's just no messing around there's loads of I mean you'll like in particular loads of distortion on the vocals cool yeah um, it's really good okay. it's like a proper proper good like just, just three or four or well, four or five blokes just jamming in a room making some actually good music and I for the first time since about 1970 well, or totally so. I expected it to be like <laughs> overproduced absolute you know tosh and it was really good um, is it even them on the record though well Could who they knows even make it to the studio who knows it honestly it's it's really it's I thought it was top notch anyway just as a before you jump in there yeah. is actually one thing that is a bit relevant here um Juan in the uh in the YouTube uh comments has said that there actually is a connection between damage control uh, apparently, one of the and uh, and line six. Okay. One of the um, one of the industrial designers is the same and did the casings for the DL four, ah, and then which moved is to, why they look quite similar. Then moved to uh, ah, damage control and okay. presumably Strymon. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That makes so, sense. We'll look yeah, into that. So there some we more. go. So there's a there is a link. Maybe that could be. So your, you only your, that. Your, your brand of the week in a few weeks' time. Yeah, sure. No, brand of the week has to be guitars. That's oh, does deal. it? Yeah. It was okay. it was a reaction against everything else we talk about right. being Fine. pedals. Fine. Line 6 made some guitars. Oh. Yeah, Variax. Mark's looking at buying one. Yeah, we'll talk about it. definitely them. was not. Anyway, let's dive headfirst into the news. Good. Um, loads and loads of news this week. Some big stuff. There it's, is actually it some seems big to be, stuff. Everyone is just like going, it's the end of the yeah, year. you know Nam's coming up. Let's not bother with that. Should we just announce all the news? What's the point in Nam anymore when everyone announces it? Like, uh, well, a few this weeks is kind before. of what I think. Like, we were talking about, you know, should we go? Should we not go? Oh, is there any benefit to us going? There would definitely be benefit in us going there and doing some video stuff. I think of mainly just us pissing about on a nice like holiday. Um, I think that would be fun. But we're going to get all the guitar news that we need probably a week I, or so before. Most of the stuff is actually in stock now. Yeah. I suppose most brands want to kind of announce it now so people kind of get excited to see it when mm. it's there because I suppose yeah. at NAMM now there's so much to see. Totally. You know, it's difficult. Obviously, you're going to go and see all the big big brands, but it's like the smaller brands that might not necessarily get a chance. So I think that's why you're kind of seeing a lot of companies just announce everything now. Yeah, get and it out. I suppose it almost gives you a little bit of a buffer because for a while, Nam was always the place where you saw the kind of early stuff, but then Frankfurt was where you saw the kind of finished product. Yeah. Yeah. In a way. 
Absolutely. Um, so, but then also, I suppose people want to actually have the stock in the shops as soon as 2017 hits. Well, I think the key thing here is that, you know, if you announce it now and you're starting to get some of the stock out there now, by the time the big push comes for now in January, you know, it'll already be in stores. And you yeah. you don't get that thing that we experience with quite a few, like, boutique pedal builders where they're like, we're announcing this at NAM. Oh, when's it coming out? Three years' time. Well, see, that's the thing that I don't, like, that's what I think is really weird. And we're about to see that with some of the stuff that we're talking about now. So I'm just going to segue straight in. I hope you don't mind. Well, should we dive into, should we do it in the order it's written down? Okay. Well, no, we don't have to. Go on, make well, your point. The, the point that I wanted to make is... Um, only Bo- Music Man have just announced 27 new guitars. Now, th- as far as I can tell, there's not there's only one model that's new, and the rest are just new, new finishes. finishes yeah. um, but they all are listed as they start shipping third of March next year. So, like, they're announcing them. They're announcing them six months. Well, you know, four months in advance. Yeah, I just. Yeah. I just don't I really I don't maybe, really get it because I can't yeah, I, I but, kind of feel like we're at the point now or at least we're certainly moving to the point where like people aren't that patient. People want stuff yeah. now. They want like which is why I think companies like Boss have been so successful, uh, you know, recently. And, you know, to a certain degree you've got like Electroharmonics doing the same thing just and Strymon doing the same the thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. just you announce it, the hype's there. And he's, because you know so often people go like oh this is wicked this is wicked uh, uh, and then by the time it's come out something else has come out and they've spun their money you know yeah 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 um, they uh, yeah it's difficult isn't it particularly with Music Man because you know if you were to order one of those guitars custom you'd be looking at probably a year for it to be delivered anyway so yeah and particularly with the amount of new finishes and stuff, there are 27 new things. Um, well, but they're I, pretty much all brilliant, I think. Yeah, we, we they need are. To, totally. They should, are, we, should, we do, should we do a little rundown? Yeah, yeah let's okay. do a rundown. Okay. Go on, Jay. You've got the information in front of you there. Okay, so the I guess the, 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 the big news, although to us probably not the most exciting news, but mm. the big news is there is a new uh, John Petrucci model which is the Majesty Monarchy series. So the Majesty is uh, is the guitar that he's been, you know, he's been running with for, well, one of the guitars he's been running with for however long it's been it's been going. But I think one of the big things that people didn't really get on with it was it was a like a plain finish. So they've released the Majesty Monarchy, no, the Monarchy Majesties, yep. which um, there's four finishes, uh, which are Black Knight, Imperial Blue, Majestic Purple, and Royal Red, both available in six or seven string, and they've all got like a flame top, um, uh, a piezo, a Demarcio Sonic Ecstasy, which I don't think I've ever heard before. No, never heard that name before. Um, yeah, so if you want to sound like John Petrucci but you don't have any of the other 50 guitars that he's put out <laughs> then there's this one for you um, I, I really like these guitars yeah, I know I'm, super cool. I mean I never ever will be put, be able to play like him but I, I just think not so much into the kind of the flame top ones but the planar ones I just think awesome guitars the problem that I have I just, with those I music man I just great I just love them the problem yeah. that I have with those in particular is that I really like the body shape um, you know, Music Man, you know the quality's going to be high. I just can't get over that shield design down no, the centre. No, Just looks, to me, just yeah. looks bad. Like I did a prefer bad the, the, nor- the normal JP, I thought was... Yeah, oh, was, me too. Was well, a, a there's great one, there's functional... One of them. There's one of them coming as well, don't oh, worry. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah he's right. done one of them as well. Right. Um, but yeah, I just it's just a bit weird. So one, so one of these guitars that you can get is the... It's, so it's the John Petrucci Monarchy Majesty in Majestic Purple. The MMMMMMM. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. So, yeah, there's that. Then there's the other John Petrucci, which is the JP15. Yep. Right. Which is like his strat style one. Yeah, sort of street, super strat, it's, double it's, cut. Yeah, it's more That's like the a bread tr- and butter John Petrucci model. It's, yeah, it's a yeah. more traditional Ernie Ball. So, I wonder why it's called the 15. Is it like the 15th anniversary, I, maybe, of the I JP? Think, I don't know because there's loads of different. J- there's like the I, JP there's loads of JP models oh uh, yeah maybe I just seem to remember that being released very early on in the 2000s but right. they're cool they're doing they're some there with like uh, with like complete baked maple necks or is yeah. that like a pal faro no that'll be I think because they offer that uh, roasted maple don't oh, they? So, yeah. Um, so yeah so that is that's available again in 6 or 7 uh, and it's only in that one finish of translucent teal 
uh, but you can get it in quilt or flame. I just like so just to quickly offer a slight spoiler into what we talked about on Gear of the Year, which we recorded yesterday. No spoilers. I, only a slight thing. In the we were we sort of went on a bit of a tangent about how it was cool that what Ernie Ball appeared to be doing is really like cutting back the number of options that they're offering on their guitars, yeah. which makes them more desirable for guitar stores to then want to be like, okay, cool, we will stock these guitars. But with this re- with this announcement, they appear to be doing the exact opposite of that again. No, I, I think, no, because I, I, I think what was different about the old ones with John Petrucci is you could have different inlays, different frets, piezo, non-piezo, six or seven string. Yeah. You know, with this, you're just getting a range of colour yeah, options, three which finishes, you're going to get with Fender. Two, so yeah, exactly. what they're doing is they're streamlining the models. Yeah. They're just offering more colour options, but they're not offering all the options in terms of different inlays. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, well, that's that's good. So um, what's next? I, I think see- they're making it more appealing to have on a shop floor because I think that's always been a problem for a retailer is that it's not a particularly appealing brand to have on the shop floor. Yeah, because too, the only ones options. you sell for a lot of the time are the John Petrucci's. Yeah, 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 for sure. I see some St. Vincent's in that list, Jay. Well, so, uh, yeah, I mean, that's this that's is probably I'm, the most exciting. I think thing, so. This definitely. is the most exciting. So they are releasing. Well, I say it's the most exciting after just spending a, a minute ranting about how they need to cut back on the number of finishes that they're yeah. doing on their guitars. But um, the St. Vincent, which was one of our favourite guitars of last year, uh, is having a bit of a revamp with four new finishes. Oh. And all of them great, and all of them totally different. Absolutely, as well. yeah. I, I love that they've managed to capture like four very different looks with yeah. with one one with instrument one, with one the same guitar. pickup mm-hmm. configuration. Absolutely. So there's, and also that like it seems like they're going after slightly different markets. Like they've yeah. they've released the they've released the St Vincent in a stealth black, which looks absolutely astonishing. Like really, really stark. Um, so it's it's a, a, like a matte black finish with. The, the pickups are matte black they're almost EMG um, I mean they look like EMGs but obviously they're mini humbuckers so you know there's it looks wild and it's also got a, an ebony board on a maple neck so yeah. that is just because normally it's, it's a complete rosewood complete neck, rosewood neck yeah. which yeah. is what the, the rest of the models are um, I love that they've done that because they, they've aimed that at a specifically much more at like metal market yeah. because, yeah. because the, the body shape works I've got for that with, the only thing I've got with matte black guitars is one they look cheap compared to the price of it yeah but they, they stain they so do, quickly yeah, for sure yeah, yeah. And i mean that was always the thing and once they stain that's it you could never clean them because you can't spray them with polish fingerprints and a yeah. classic for greasy fingerprints yeah. in, a, in a guitar yeah. that was always the issue in when when whenever you uh, anyone kind of, wanted to buy one i, in I the like shop. the way matte black guitars look when they're a bit sort of you know greased up and stuff i don't know i, I think matte black looks cool when it's like fresh out of the box once mm, it's covered enough. in grease it starts to look like you've just eaten a massive pizza and then played guitar <laughs> yeah. fair enough fair enough um so there's that and then um again as joe mentioned there's um back to they've reverted back to the 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 sort of the standard neck which is a, a one piece rosewood neck uh for um the next two finishes in like a, a sunburst um which even i think looks really good and i i you know don't like sunburst is that chrome hardware or yeah gold hardware? chrome okay. hardware do you, do you still get the trem on the stealth black you do version? yes you right. do yeah oh, cool. so there's that um and then a polaris white which i think looks absolutely astonishing that's olympic whitey isn't it yeah basically it looks basically the j cross special i mean it looks amazing like that color with um with that neck just absolutely astonishing and then um going after like a bit more of a classy look as well um, with the yeah with the um uh whatever that red is it does say somewhere i can't remember what the red's called it's heritage red with gold hardware um, and and even the and is inlay it, is, is gold as well. And is it pearl tuners or is it gold tuners? Those do appear to be pearloid tuners, yeah. yeah. So it's like a super regal version. Yeah, it looks really, really I think, smart. I think it's great that they've managed to do that. And they, of course, it's got really individual, like triangular volume and tone controls yeah. on the guitar as well, which they've they've color matched to the guitar. So on yeah. the on the heritage uh, red one, it's gold. On the white one, they're white. Um, obviously, on the stealth black one, they're black, but it, you know it's it's and and they're chrome on the uh, on the the sunburst one. It's it's great. Everything's so tied in, and they are four completely unique finishes that yeah. give the guitar such a different look. The, that work really, really well alongside the existing models. Yeah, you know? a really welcome addition. I think. I think what, so. A, a great guitar to expand to be like a standard model in their range. Yeah, 
So um, there's a couple of bases um, stuck in here as well. Yeah, so the bases are, are, are less, um, are less, less exciting. It's exciting, aren't they? I guess, yeah, we've got sort of like a, a roasted maple neck five-string Music well, Man Stingray. Interesting, well, interesting thing behind that is that so Ernie Ball have always done, or Music Man have always done, um, anniversary models for important anniversaries. So one of their, the bases of theirs that I like the most and one that I got offered at a really cheap price and didn't buy it is the 20th anniversary Stingray. Ray. Uh-huh. It's literally one of the best looking instruments I've ever seen. It's a like um maple top, perloid scratch uh, not perloid scratch, but tortoiseshell scratch plate, right. tortoiseshell bound oh, stingray. It's so good. And if you ever see them come up at a reasonable price, like do buy them because they're like massively sought after by collectors. And they've sort of done that f- so this is the thirtieth anniversary of the five string, right? For this yeah. um yeah, so the yeah. five string with a similar sort of vibe is kind of a uh, what is it like a you know, white with a tortoiseshell yeah, with the like baked through white isn't it? but yeah. they do the, I know that they did for the 30th anniversary of the four string they did like a wine red um, stingray that looked kind of like the, the St Vincent that we just talked about yeah kind of but not gold hardware it was like right, a chrome okay. hardware it was really nice the, um, <coughs> what sorry it was really nice, was really nice. Um, they've also announced some more non-limited versions by the looks of things which is just a, a, like a standard uh, just another couple of colours of the of the Stingray Five. There's the uh, there's a fire mist purple, um, and uh, yeah, fire mist purple and fire mist gold with black hardware and powder blue with chrome hardware. So just um, basically a load of new colours for standard models. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, although the, that um, fire mist purple appears to only have a bridge pickup, whereas. Yeah, you can oh, get you either. Get, you get yeah, can yeah. you? Okay, yeah, yeah. you can choose between the two, can yeah, you? Yeah, okay, the, right, the actual, the, a lot of the bases, to be honest, are, are quite average in comparison to their guitar releases this yeah. year. I really feel like they're pushing their guitar front music, man. The, the most interesting bass release is that they have done a graffiti yellow yes. um, Bongo. music, man. No, no, Stingray with uh, with a blacked I'm out, not. I'm not uh, sure about humbucker and oh, black yeah, hardware. It's weird. It looks like there's no pickup on there. Yeah, it's, it's it really weird. But they have also brought back the bongo, and they've done they the have. same finish in the yeah. bongo uh, as well. What a what a classic instrument! It's such a weird guitar. <laughs> Just when you That's wanted my favorite bass. When you wanted yeah. a bass that looks like it's made out of an expensive toilet seat, uh, you buy the music <laughs> there, man bongo. There has never been an instrument to look so much like a toilet seat. It looks exactly like it. <laughs> wasn't it designed with BMW or something? It was designed was it? with like a high-end or Mercedes or something. It was designed in conjunction with like a high-end car manufacturer. Right, and see. what they've delivered is a toilet seat with some strings on it. It's horrendous. It's probably the worst-looking guitar, the worst-looking bass that's still in production today. I it think. looks like a fish. Like the whole thing looks like a fish. Like the the body oh, of it looks like mean. a fish. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a the little tail. So if you want to laugh and you haven't seen what a Music Man bongo is, everyone, please type that into your browsers and uh, Indeed. have a butchers. Um, um, so there's that and there's... There's, there's one, probably one more interesting guitar to talk about, there's isn't four, there? There's two, there's, so there's the old Smoothie. Is that an existing model? The no, old no, smoothie? yeah, yeah. That's it's just a P-Bass, really, isn't it? No, the, the old Smoothie is just that they have a different uh, pickup. So originally, when Music Man were designing the Stingray, uh, rather than the Stingray pickup, which we know and love today, which is an 8-pole um, uh, uh, pickup they designed it as a 16 so it's right. ridiculous and that that uh, the pickup in the old smoothie is the original design the 16 yeah, yeah. right they, okay. they bring it out occasionally for anniversaries and such do you want to talk about one more from there Jay maybe the stingray guitar uh yeah Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So the Stingray guitar um, is kind of, uh, it, it's got a similar thing going on to it. Like the cut, so there's also been a couple of cutlass reissues just in different finishes. And then the Stingray guitar is kind of, it, it's kind of got the, the same sort of body shape as the well, Stingray yeah, bass, the, kind the, of. The, 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 yeah, it's sort of. It's kind of a bit offsetty. Yeah. The, the Stingray, I, I feel, is like a more classic version of the Albert Lee in in sort of the way the way it looks because the Albert Lee's been such a staple like uh, that's been the Music Man guitar for people who aren't into jazz fusion or metal so that the, the Albert Lee's always been the most normal of yeah, Ernie Ball's yeah. guitars and it's still a bit weird yeah, still yeah, a bit totally. futury so this is them really going after the classic market and making something that looks super trad but with the same sort of format as the Albert Lee uh, uh, i.e. two humbuckers but uh, interesting like just just a volume and tone three-way selector i think what they've gone for here is you know music man don't take up a huge market share of the guitar market do they you know it's fender gibson and i guess prs um this is a guitar that you wouldn't necessarily have to be into the quirks that music man guitars usually uh have it's just a two humbucker guitar with a trem volume and tone pretty simple stuff really but you know like, you're going to get something cool, that's though. extremely cool. high quality yeah yes. completely completely and we talk about that a little more in gear of the year not on that particular guitar not spoiling anything but music man quality we certainly talk about so talking about uh, fender as being having a huge market share um fender released some new stuff joe branton or who wants to talk about it matt well, Knight, give actually. it to matt yeah matt uh, oh, oh, yeah, I mean, chicken. I haven't. To be honest, I will be honest. I haven't done a huge amount of reading into it. Oh yeah, lazy. Like, do you know what? A part of part of me just can't get excited about it. Yeah, I mean, okay. So we'll, we'll I mean? say what I it just is. Like, if I you really haven't... like the elites, and then I'm kind of like, but you've got the standard strap. We, we haven't said what it is. It. The, the the announcement is that Fender have released the professional series discontinuing the standard series the american, american standard, standard entirely and yeah. we're now looking at american professional for american 2017 professional. yes do you want to give us the rundown of what the range comprises of well there are some good things and there are some bad things as as matt pointed out i think the the bad things are the the alterations so these are very much filling a similar gap i think to the american standards they are a modern fender in that sense um They've made a, a few things which are which are interesting. They've gone for thicker necks generally throughout and tall, thin frets, yep. which is quite an unusual choice. That not not a very popular choice. So putting that on your, I guess, most standard of guitars just seems like an odd direction. I think um, they've also introduced some finishes um, which I can only describe as. Um, Bland sonic grey um, and antique I mean, olive, which couldn't be less inspiring. Gray. It's almost as bad as um, olive drab or whatever. Yeah, it was. drab yeah. olive. No, what? no, it was olive drab. Was a fender color. And they've oh, got. Yeah. You, you know how everyone loves two color and three color sunbursts. You know how successful those finishes are for fender. Yeah. Well, they've made. They've got a new sunburst called Sienna sunburst. No, no, that's not new. Isn't Joe Branton. Come on, 1980s that finish. Oh. Well, um, it's it very good. Normal sunburst. First introduced, I believe, by Dan Smith, um, who passed away this year. Oh. Oh, um, that's rubbish. But ha- it's a having rubbish said finish. that, having said there are some terrible colors, boring colors in this. New range, but there is also uh, what they're calling sea, mystic sea foam, which yeah. looks yeah. awesome. Cool yeah, there are. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There are some cool colours. The other cool things are that within this range, we've got strats, we've got tellies, yes, we've got jazz bases, yes, we've got precision bases, all the same, always the same. We've got Jaguars. Wow. Okay. And we've got Jazzmasters. Nice. Yeah. So that is pretty cool. Offsets making like a a standard, uh, you know, sort of place within the Fender range. That's super cool. That's the real big news here, isn't it? That yeah. There's now two offset guitars in the American standard range. One thing that, or there's a couple of things to, that of of interest. And one thing that bugged me is that certain colours are only available with certain necks. So you get yeah. like rosewood 
or rosewood in two different colours and maple in two different which is colours. Kind of, which is how Music Man do it on all their new stuff as well. Yeah, as of well. course, but it just seems weird to me that you can't get like a sunburst with a rosewood neck, I don't think, in some of them. Have they gone um, maple? That, yeah, I need to look at the list of colours actually. Like, um, But it does seem very... Or oh, the Mystic uh, Seafoam, I believe you can't get can, with a rosewood yeah, ball. Yeah, you can only get it in maple. Which maple. just seems weird. I understand they're trying to cut down, obviously, you know, they've added two new models to the line. Yeah. Um, so they're trying to cut down the, the amount that needs to be on shop floors I guess but it's always nice to have the option you know if you like that mystic uh, sea foam but you yeah. want rosewood you just can't get it yeah, which exactly. seems very weird to me so the new range is hitting the shelf at a little bit more money than the American yep. standards as well we're looking at around £1,500 yes um, I haven't seen what they're hitting the states at um, I assume it'll be the sale it'll be 1500 bucks probably I just remember like Five years ago, you could buy a custom shop custom deluxe for fifteen nine nine. Yeah, yeah, I know. My my worry with this is if this range is coming in at fifteen hundred pounds, is the American vintage going to shoot up again? They did. That they is, stopped the American vintage, didn't they? Uh, no, they still it back. Still, no, still they got still make some. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, but that's the concern. That's kind of the price point of the American vintage because the thing with American vintage is it started off being too expensive. It started off being like two well, grand. Absolutely. Well, and no, they, yeah, they they, they were eighteen hundred. Yeah, they were like eighteen hundred quid. And they brought it down. Yeah, it, they weren't selling it there because no. it's too close to custom shop. Correct. Yeah, they brought absolutely. it down to sort of fourteen hundred pound mark, and that was great. That was exactly where they needed to sit. So it it will be interesting to see what happens where. The American professionals, whether they throw them off or not. Bit of a uh, bit of trivia, trivia for you: the new pickups they're putting in everything are called the V Mod series. Yeah, um, I can't remember the Fender's the the fella's name, but he has designed them. He was the designer behind the Fender Big Block pickups uh, oh. for that. Wildly no. successful uh, no. range of oh, basses, Fender big blocks, and which guitars. were basically precision basses with uh, Music Man well, copy pickups. In yeah, double, double jazz. Those. Yeah, was it not Tim oh. Shaw? Because Tim Shaw yeah, is there are Shaw pickups. No, no, no. It's, it's not Tim Shaw. Tim Shaw is doing the humbuckers it, in, in the strats. It, it is Tim Shaw. Yeah, he's it's also not. done it's, the he's done the single coils in the telly and in the strat. Tim Shaw is not the designer behind the V mod pickups. He is. He's not. The V-Mod pickups developed by pickup master Tim Shaw are brand new single coil pickups voiced specifically for each position. Uh, Mixing Alnico Magnet, well, I mean... Is that just on the Strats and Tellys or is that on the... I think that's on the Strats and the Tellys. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm thinking of the Jazzmaster and the Jaguar. They've they've got two... They can't have two different designers. I was reading about it yesterday. I mean, this is on the PMT website. Maybe they've got it wrong, I guess. Yeah, don't read them. Yeah, I'll look it up. But anyway, yeah, I'm sure, sure, there we go, um, that the, I was reading about it yesterday and the VMOD stuff, at least some of the VMOD stuff is designed by the guy who did the B, the, Big block. Left-handed players will oh, be um, will be excited. No, no. What are you talking about? Left-handed players in Fender normally get a choice of black or sunburst. Fender have expanded that, so now in most ranges, left-handed players can get a choice of black, sunburst, or sonic grey. Well, yeah, but only on like n- none of the offsets. No. And on, and like you, there's still no choice of neck, uh, of fingerboard material. No. And I'm not even sure... Are they doing Butterscotch Blonde in the telly? Yeah. That's, I just, that's it. It's yeah, like, lefties have been cut doing? out. Again. Yes, yes. I was only joking. No one ever wants a guitar in Sonic Grey. That is literally doomed to failure. I just think... <laughs> I, I really just think it's... Uh, I, I'm just... Uh, I'm so exasperated by how dreadful these companies are with left-handed guitar. I'm so... I'm so bored of, like... Joe, you're properly on one tonight. I'm just so bored of having like you had a go at music man now you're having a go at Fender this is this is what I'm supposed to do it's just like it's so easy to do left handed guitars like right. well, with all these should, like all these finished models that, oh, should we know. talk about a bit of news that we can all get a bit angry about go on the Fender okay late night tube oh. inspired Stratocaster yeah I'm willing to let you take um, this one because I'm furious about it and well, I want to find out who designed these pickups okay alright alright Joe Brandon lead the way okay okay so what does that mean what Matt, am I saying Matt's, Matt's got his London defences yeah. They're, yeah, yeah. They're, they're backed no, up I, I heard I mean, Matt's, so, Matt's basically going to say that Fender. we're like Londonist if we don't <laughs> like this Fender have teamed no, up I mean it, all it is is a limited edition Strat 
it's kind of like yeah and it, they're only for sale in in one place yeah so it's kind of like they're not you're not even going to see them in so guitar why don't, shops. why don't you tell the listeners and viewers what it is matt knight so it is the fender night tube guitar which is basically a custom finished fender american standard strat in a nighttime finished tube map representing the night recently launched night tube service in london Exactly. That is it, basically. That, that is which, it. Well, which, they've got. They've managed to get Ronnie Wood on board somehow. I assume he yeah. was drunk or drugged up. But they, uh, he's he's signed one, and they're they're giving that one away for charity as well. Yeah. Do you not like the kids, Joe? Are you against them selling? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I've heard, it's, I've oh yeah. The charity is it's, it's going to the charity, the Railway Kids, which I thought was a book. So uh, <laughs> um, very good. Well, very I mean, good. Must, enough people must have bought them because this is not the first one they've done. No, that's that's uh, actually um, true. They've done a regular tube finish strap before. Yes, they did. Yes, and I did actually go and see it um, last time I was in Covent Garden at the TFL Museum. Uh, I walked in because I remember seeing Why them were last you at the time TFL they were launched. TFL Museum. Yeah, it's um, if you ever go to Covent Garden, it's like a massive building at Covent Garden. So you just walk past it if you're just walking right. through the market. Okay. And I remember last time they launched the normal tube strat, I popped in to go and see it. I just... Um, um, they I only had one. They are actually really only available for sale online. But I, once again, it's just a, it is just a collector's piece, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, That's course, at the end of the day. It's, it's just like, a weird thing to celebrate. But it I, is I very weird. And wish, also, we're paying for that. Yeah, I know. I, the TFL is a public company. So... Yeah. They're a non-profit company, though. Yeah, but I, uh, they're, they're still a, a tax-funded company. I wish, um, I wish that Fender would just slander TFL on this podcast. No, I wish no, no, Fender would put enough. a little bit more effort into this and maybe, maybe had it so the tube map in some way lined up with the pickups. So you know, the, and the pickup selector could then have been labelled. So you could have been choosing like Piccadilly. You know, instead of <laughs> like know, the next pickup. They're, they're sort of celebrating the iconic map. Yeah, it was designed in like the 1930s. Yeah, can't yeah, mess with the classic, Joe. No, you know, but they could have, you know. Um, I'm going to uh, vindicate myself here. Michael Frank is the designer of the uh, V Mod pickups. Oh, well done. Um, the uh, Shawbuckers are certainly designed by uh, Mr. Tim Shaw. Right. Uh, but the V Mods, um, from what I've read, are designed by Michael Frank, who designed the big block um, base pickup. Right, um, okay. and some other stuff as well. Was the, I, I saw something. I'm because I do remember reading something. I thought it was I saw about Tim Shaw, but I'm. Sh- I thought that I read something about how didn't he do like he was something to do with like the lace sensors as no, well. No, Eric Johnson's strat. I think Eric Johnson's pickups for his. Strat. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I think that's the that's right. The okay, thing. So, okay. Anyway, um, we haven't seen any of these guitars in the flesh, so the, uh, it's difficult to tell what they sound would. like. The that tube map guitar yeah. yeah is like it, we, we it looks like it's a mexican it is mexican body with an Ameri- american it's a mexican body with an american neck yeah i think that's, i think they've yeah. done another uh, one like like roland did do you remember when that roland guitar came out and they were like oh yeah well this one that wait for it it's mexican body but american neck yeah, and I was just was like, sad. that doesn't mean anything it doesn't make any difference yeah. it's difficult and to I tell, think that's it? what they've done with this as well it's difficult to tell. It's definitely an American Nex. It's got US serial number yeah, and all but that. But it also but, says "Made in Mexico" yeah. on it. So yeah, yeah, very. I don't weird. know. I don't know what's going on with it. Anyway, so let's um, let's make some to, left-handed guitars instead of this. Let's move on to the next bit of news. Um, KHDK Electronics announced the Dark Blood Overdrive. Matt Knight, you love pedals and that. Will you love the Dark Blood Overdrive? Um, I don't know. I think initially when they first announced these pedals, I was kind of like. I can't believe that Kirk Hammett has got his own signature line of pedals. But at the end of the day, it could have been anyone that kind of like picked out these designs and, and had them made. And actually, I kind of don't want to say anything about them until I actually give them a go. I haven't seen them in any stores yet, which is a shame. So yeah. I haven't actually had a chance to, to plug them in. But he did actually use it on the new record. Okay. Um, oh, which I haven't what? actually had a chance to listen really? to yet. So, did he? Yeah. Did, he plug his, did he plug his 59 into it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think, I think the 59... I did actually read an interview recently. He said that that features quite heavily... The 59 features quite heavily on the new record. <laughs> Quality. It's a classic metal guitar. That. Mind I you, mean, I guess. I, it's kind of amazing. I mean, though, he's, he's taken out the pickups like, and replaced them with the EMGs. <laughs> <laughs> but you think like that guitar has now been in like the hands of like three massive players in like three huge bands, really. Yeah. It's got to be like one of the most iconic guitars ever. De- yeah, I mean, definitely. Is. Definitely. Oh, yeah, is. 100%. Yeah, well, um, I mean, it was owned, it's been owned by Peter Green. 
Gary Moore. Gary Moore. Um, um, what's his name? Melvin Frank. Melvin Franks. Melvin Franks. Melvin Bragg, the uh, radio presenter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then someone else, and then Kirk Hammett. Like, that's that's a pretty pretty big lineup of, of people. Yeah, I think so. Definitely, definitely. I think it, there's a you've got a good shout of saying that that is the the most iconic guitar of all time. Yeah. I think Maybe it's definitely up there. Podcast on it. Yeah, we should do it. We should do an iconic guitar what's of all time. The, what's the most podcast? iconic guitar of all time? Should we do a um, couple more bits of news, and then I think we should do some questions, and then Joe, I think we should do brand of the week in the Patreon episode this week. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. I think so. I think so. I think well, we're going to run out of time on this episode. Yeah, so. we are. We are quite far through. I guess there's lots of news. There's should we do some amp news? A lot of news. There is a bit of amp news. Hughes and Kenton have just announced the Grandmeister Deluxe Forty. Joe Brandon, it's tell us about it. It's the first time we've uh, we've seen anything from Hughes and Kenton in uh, in a little while i feel that they've been a bit quiet on um, the old front they sort of just keep releasing the same type of amp well over this and over is again. this is exactly, exactly. that they have yeah. released a 40 watt version of the uh, grandmeister any new features matt have you- the grandmeister already 40 watts though that that's what confused me I, i'm sort of i'm a bit lost with using ketten i sort of i think i fell out of the loop Having not sold them for a while, I think I fell out of the loop of what actually their current product lineup was. So this is the deluxe. So yeah. I don't. Actually, so the deluxe has their the red box. Was nor- they all have the red box. Yeah, I think I they all have the red box yeah. built in. This right. one's got a new one though. I think yeah. it's a new design. And a DI speaker sim. So, that is the red yeah, box. Yeah, basically. And there's a free optional um, app for the iPad, which lets um, players watch, touch, and control all of the amps' features. Uh, on one handy screen. I assume that so, is the deluxe part of it then. Yeah. Well, no, I think... I mean, how good is just, that? So you can... I mean, you can stand on, in you front of your amp with an app. Come on, what's the brand and angle on this one? <laughs> come on, think quickly. Well, that's it, isn't it? You can stand in front of your amp, but instead of having to touch your amp, you can control the controls on your iPad, which is slightly closer to you than the amp. 128 what? presets. Yeah. Well, I mean, the grandmaster. I mean, didn't have I would, that before, I would, I would. They've all had 128 presets have they? because oh, MIDI. Because of MIDI, of course. Yeah. Okay. Well, MIDI will allow zero to 127. Yeah. So they'll all have 128 presets. So I was just looking at their current lineup because they still do the Tube Meister 18 and 36. Then they did the Tube Meister Deluxe 20 and 40, which are the ones I remember. They had the Grandmaster 36, and I think this is the newest version of that. Basically. Yes. Okay. Um. But I mean, I, the, I suppose not the problem for me. This, what I've not necessarily always enjoyed with using Kettner is that the cleans are great. They're very bright and they're very to the point, but the drive to me always sounded a tiny bit sterile. I don't know if that's kind of the right word, but it didn't I have think some so. of the character of kind of just like a bit clinical. Like sometimes the problem that I have with Boogie, I have the same thing. It's just like, oh come on, this is so like it's so to the point, like you're saying, so yeah, like so tight, tight sounding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's kind of if you if you're after that sort of sound, these is that's what Tube Meisters and Hughes and Kettner are there for. I guess so. What it means for me with that kind of sound is like you basically have to have a delay pedal in there just to like just means that it's not like you say so like on the nose sounding not so tight sounding you put a yeah. delay in there to like beef it up a little bit but then I don't know I've, I mean I own a Hughes & Kettner I just don't use the drive channel I use the clean yeah. channel yeah. and um, that works really really well and I just think I think they're great platforms they're, yeah. they're great platforms for totally. people who, who have large boards well, there's I mean, nothing wrong with that that's why you know having 128 presets and stuff you know if you're using something like a you know MIDI switcher yeah. or you know a pedal board um, like looper with MIDI and stuff built in this is kind of like the perfect amp because you can get yeah. the full range yeah. of sounds I would really feet. I'd really like to hear this one because I, I kind of feel like Hughes and Kettner are getting a little bit forgotten at the moment because they offer um, they offer this sort it's of the same clean. thing in different well, boxes. Yeah, but, but yeah. They, they offer. They've always been like a bit of a boutique company. But we've seen such such a massive surge in in boutique companies like like Sir and like Morgan Friedman. and Friedman. Yeah. yeah, all all sort of taking. Whilst they may make amps that sound very different, it's sort of taking that area of the market. And Hughes and Kettner have been left still producing the same things. And I think we've forgotten about them. I don't think they're bad amps. I think they're great amps. What they what they are doing, I think, which no one else is really doing is doing valve amps that have similar I'm uh, not similar sort of tech but levels of tech that you'd find in let's say a Kemper or an Axe Effect yeah, you know, I guess that's the other have, problem people have moved away from that I think the market's split into like completely retro stuff or 
um, digital stuff yeah. yeah and Hughes and Kettner sit somewhere in the middle you know yeah. they've still got all like the MIDI switching and you know there's some clever stuff going on in this amp by the looks of things and they've got you know they've spent a bit of time working on the emulated output and things like that it would be very easy for them to go nah all that market's just buying Kempers and stuff let's, do what, let's just do like well or let's do one of them or probably more likely go the other way because in their time Hughes and Kettner have done some retro stuff can you remember what that amp was called Matt that Hughes and Kettner oh. that was like I mean, it just looked like a Marshall head or something. Yeah, yeah they, they, they also did some like vintage preamps, and I can't for the life of me remember what they were called. I think they would be more likely to go down that route than they would be to do a Kemper, and at the moment they're sitting somewhere yeah. in the middle. And for players who want actual valves, but yeah. want things that you know work well with MIDI switches and thing, and have like loads of channels and loads of options. Hughes and Kent are kind of the only people yeah, doing that so. mass market. I mean, I still think having that the red box on board kind of makes them such a desirable recording app. I, I certainly think something like yeah. what you've got is is more where Hughes and Kettner are absolutely the best. Because yeah. if I had to buy a small amp that I wanted to use to record something, if I had a home studio, then getting a, a one of the little TubeMeister 15s yep. with a red box in it, that, I mean, you know you're going to get all the the high quality sound from the, the amp itself and red box is a great uh, option for recording definitely definitely um, i mean i bought a, i bought a separate just red box on its own a number of years ago and that's what i used when i did the live podcast when we ended up doing the the solo one and actually the guitar sound straight in sounded amazing yeah 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 you know, patched through the head because all you're doing is like tapping the feed from from the head basically but it just it sounds really really good yeah yeah they're a cool bit of kit cool bit of kit and this like you say sounds like it's got the latest version which should uh, make that even better even better let's yeah. do should we do some questions we've got a few minutes left on this podcast question wow that was really enthusiastic yeah, sorry, let's do some questions yeah, sure. um, let's take something from Facebook Jay if there's anything from YouTube while well, we've got those people here we should do that mm-hmm. and then we'll hop over onto the Patreon uh, episode and do brand of the week and we'll do some more questions from the Facebook group brand as well. of the week not yet oh not yet this was what sec- section is this now questionable men um, Michael says are you guys doing anything special for the 100th episode Packham quiz Jay said he doesn't mind doing it in front of an audience the guitar nerds pub <laughs> quiz of the year um, Jay you don't mind doing it in front of an audience yeah. well I mean you know I've never been shy we've got this webcam so Hello. you know you're all set to go anyway um, I was thinking about this how far away are we we're probably about three months away from episode 100 something oh, like that God. have we got enough time to organise something I don't know if we I do th- I mean all, for, all we need is a room in a pub somewhere and we just get people to come along do you remember the last time we got to episode 100 yeah that's when I quit Packing last left. time yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, so we could do something I mean I don't know would you if you're listening to this now would you travel down you know let us know on Facebook let us know in the YouTube comments now would you travel down to Brighton which is where we do it because we're not going to the filthy London <laughs> I mean I don't know if you've been listening to this podcast but you can literally hear children being murdered from Matt's <laughs> room like uh, would Matt come or would he still be on the computer Matt would still be on Skype he's, he's only allowed he's not allowed to meet people in real life <laughs> so it would be the three of us sat in a pub somewhere with Matt on Skype sort of, but yeah. the internet like, definitely should, we, won't be as good like Crichton, as uh, not Crichton Holly from Red Dwarf <laughs> just a floating <laughs> head Matt can we just like put some black fabric around you and just pop your head through I it a, I need a green screen behind me anyway I think for for future podcasts really I mean this yeah. laptop barely keeps up with it as it is if it's got a key out a green screen I think we'd really struggle so um, yes we will do I think we're almost certain to do something special for episode 100 whether it's yeah. a live thing with an audience it should I be a live know. thing yeah it'll Where be a are live we? thing what's this is this 88 or 89 I think this is 89 80 80 is it so yeah we oh, are but, and it's also close. there's going to be five gear of the, of the year podcasts which are going to take us up to yeah. we might not hit do they 100. count though do they count they do count. count well they do because they they, they, they they counted last time so yeah. they do count so yeah. okay. I don't know if we'll make it to episode 100 we'll see before we in time to figure something out yeah we'll, we'll try though we, um, I think we should try I think we should try a live one would be good I think so how we many sh- people are going to come I was like? just trying to work Doesn't out matter. the date well that's why we need to we need to put it to the group <laughs> yeah. let us know okay. if you're watching anyway. on YouTube let us know if you're in the Facebook group would you come down to can a pub can we charge we somewhere charge in like 15 quid it's, a head. Yeah, it's going to be 25 20, pounds in 20 uh, plus booking fee yeah yeah plus uh, 50 pounds booking fee yeah that's right so, yeah. Yeah. 75 quid so I think we'd quid. actually the 100th um, 
podcast will fall somewhere on or around my 30th birthday. Oh, oh now we're talking. <laughs> now so we're talking. maybe what we should do is we should we should get a narrow boat and the four of us on a narrow boat and we'll go along the Thames and depending on where you live in Bro- in London yeah. You can hop on for five That's minutes a great or so. Idea. Yes. I don't think we're going to do that. Sounds I think good. we should do that, though. Well, maybe that sounds great. Point. Let's take one more question. Are there any questions from YouTube, Jay? Well, there was uh, quite a, a in-depth question, which is almost a question within itself. Uh, almost a topic within itself, but I think it is quite interesting. Okay. Um, and something that maybe we should have a think about. And I think like it's more of a, a, like a Patreon episode okay. of, of its own. So Juan wants to know... Do you think that the new Friedman guitars will be an amazing new addition to the boutique Fender-style offering, or will it just be a way of Friedman cash in, uh, offering a way to cash in on their good reputation? No, they look absolutely brilliant. I think they're going to be. I'm not even seeing these yet. Very, they're... very welcome, Matt. You have, Matt. You you saw one and fell in love with it, didn't you? You even got what to play that, one. Sorry? The Friedman guitars. Oh, do you think? Yeah. Uh, so well, actually, ostensibly, the question is: Are like, are they going to be any good? Are well, the Friedmans going to be good? And um, actually, I think it's more of a broad question than that. Or at least that's the way I interpreted it. It's like, you know, are companies like, for example, Friedman or um, I guess Sur to an ex- to to a certain extent, are they bringing something new to the table, or are they just going Fender? I can do that. Okay. I actually no, think um, we're seeing a fall off in in the quality from the big brands, and we're certainly seeing the big brands sit back well, on their on, uh, you know, on on their laurels a little bit. And... I was um, Go going to say one thing I didn't actually announce. Um, I was probably going to wait. You're um, pregnant. Yeah, I um, uh, I again? have actually custom ordered one of those Friedman cars <laughs> for my birthday. <laughs> Matt, right, so what we're going to do is we're going to do the quiz in a pub, Matt's 30th birthday, and you have to unwrap that guitar um, live on stage. How did you keep that from us? Well, it's it's, um, it's basically coming from a combination of uh, in-laws, my family, Amy, and myself as a... um, yeah, and and the kind people at Anton's. Unbelievable! Uh, I got socks for my thirtieth birthday. Did you really? Well, I, I mean, what does that did. say about you as a person? No, no one likes me. Exactly, exactly um, that. I'm glad you finally realised. <laughs> but um, I, I, I honestly, I played that guitar, and I have to say, hands down, was probably. And I would put that in one of the top five guitars I've ever played. Oh, God. Really? That you say that. that yeah. you, you say that about everything. We've just done an entire gear of the year where me and Jay had to put up with you repeating that a particular guitar was one of the best guitars you'd ever played. No, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of guitars, but this one. There are a lot yeah, of guitars. There are, there are a lot there of guitars. Lot, but you know, it's when I, I honestly think is if no matter everyone's got a personal preference, but if you play a guitar and you generally think. Oh, I love this guitar, but if you genuinely think I actually want to buy it, I think that's a genuinely a good sign that it's a fantastic guitar. But in terms of sound, in terms of the design, uh, in terms of the way that it's just kind of put together, I definitely think they're bringing something different to the guitar rather than just being a Fender or, or a Gibson. Um, because every element's been thought about and it's been put together in a way that gives it a a vintage look but a brand a completely brand new sound I'm excited and to see this and the sustain on it is in, incredible um, but the way the bolt on neck works they've also not only is it four screws there's two metal dowling rods in there that help it stay in place for added sustain and I mean yeah. it literally gives you all the sustain <laughs> I'm excited to see this definitely yeah, it's, I'm it's glad you brought nice one guitar. Um, really nice guitar mahogany body maple neck rosewood fretboards two sorry a mahogany body telecaster mm-hmm that's cool. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, with that, we're up at time. Um, I think that because we've been podcasting for nearly an, half a... Well, no. Yeah, nearly half a day over the last 18 hours over the last... Yeah, it's gone up to 25 hours. Yeah. 98 hours. 25 years. Twenty. It uh, feels like we've been podcasting for I mean, 25 hours. I'm really looking forward to the 24-hour podcast that we do. Yeah. That's going to be well good. I think so. We'll, bring, do that, we'll do that for a charity. The, bring your sleeping bags. The, Railway children or something. YouTube can't handle more than 12 hours of video, so we're going to have to work out a way to maybe split it in two. But I've got more exciting things to 
to bring to the table for the, table. the 20 we can have a toilet break tables all around the world Jay Cross Holy I'm bringing granoli. something to tables all around the world I think really what we should do is we should we should like do a podcast as normal and then the three of us should leave and lock the door and leave Joe and just yeah. see what happens yeah. see how long it takes for him to forget that he's being filmed yeah. because I don't think it would take very long it's big brother re- but Joe's <laughs> the only contestant <laughs> <laughs> put put a bass and an amp or a bass with some headphones in the corner and just I, I really don't think it would take long before Joe forgets that the camera's there there's and some madness just being like I'm wacky I'm crazy and then we'll come back we'll come back 24 hours 23 hours later and finish the podcast yeah Joe's just naked and lying in his own vomit when are we doing hasn't the Branton Ransom drugs. Well, whenever you want to record it. Well, I'm Over Christmas. To you. Yeah. Over Christmas. Yeah, we'll anyway. On Christmas. That is something that you will find over on our Patreon um Patreon page? I've lost the, <laughs> I started the sentence and I was like, it's gonna what be is okay. Patreon? Is it a page? It's, it's going to be all right. A, head, a, a Patreon. Head to patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds where you can get an extra half an hour of guitar nerds content every week. This week we're going to be doing uh, Joe Branton's Brand of the Week. Brand of the Week? Brand oh. of the Week. <laughs> oh, my. God, it's been a long 25 oh. hours. Joe Brand. Joe, Joe Brand. Brand Joe, Joe Brand from QI Joe Brand QI fame Joe Brand's Branton of the week yeah and yes. every week it's not Joe Branton there's a famous baseball player called Joe Branton is there yes okay well the, she just Joe Brand talks about every other person named Branton who isn't you great that's my new favourite podcast wonderful patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds where you get an extra half an hour of guitar nerds content every week um, or for as little as $10 a month you become one of our executive patrons Patreon backers like these people have. Chris Collins, Hunter Trusty, Michael Blair, Tom's Collins, Mancha, Andrew, Marco, Mark Cross, Diddy Short, David Carroll, Andy McKenzie, Brad Pitt, Paul Corrigan, Jack O'Brien, Will Clare, Scott O'Brien, McQuine, Phil Dobson, Lorianthus, Moo, Gravit, Colin Hutterson. There we go, that was good fun. I really don't think anybody would um, would mind if you took a breath. Like I don't think anyone would mind if he wasn't here. I don't think anyone would mind if he never took a breath ever again. (laughs) (laughs) With that, um, if you you agree with that, head to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum. Um, You can tell Joe Branton that on Twitter at Joseph underscore 900. You can follow us uh, at guitar nerds on Twitter at guitar nerds on Instagram. Um, Head to YouTube if you're not already there, youtube.com forward slash guitar nerds videos. Good little chat this week. I think today's been good. Also in the YouTube channel good it looks, there's, there's some it's been it's been pretty good this week so well thanks done, very much for everyone joining in i'm not going to read anyone's names out because that would take too much time good thank you join us this time every week um eight o'clock uk time on monday nights for the live version of this podcast you get to see all of the bits that i don't cut out in the actual podcast which generally is none anyway see you again next week bye bye, bye.